Hello and welcome to Dairy Pod. I'm Madison Langley from Dairy Australia. In this podcast episode, Dairy Australia's industry analyst, Eliza Redfern, sits down with Laura Richardson, regional manager for Dairy Taz, to discuss some of the insights from the May 23 situation and outlook report. Their discussion looks at what has been impacting farmer sentiment from weather events and farm gate milk prices to the ongoing challenges presented by increasing input costs. While labour challenges and farm exits continue to weigh on production, there is some modest potential for growth predicted and most Australian farming businesses expect to be profitable this season. Welcome to Dairy Pod, Laura Richardson. How are you? I'm well, thanks, Eliza. Yourself? Yeah, good, thank you. Look, for those of you who uh, who don't know me, my name is Eliza Redford. Um, I've been on twice now on this podcast. Um, on the other side, though, sort of being the one answering the questions as opposed to asking them. So here in a different capacity today, uh, which is, of course, to chat to you, Laura, about you know what's what's happening in your region lately, um, and also to basically say our situation outlook report is out too. So we'll have a bit of a chat about that. But firstly, do you want to give us a bit of a rundown, um, you know, of who you are, Laura? and where, where you're from. Sure. Uh, so I'm Laura Richardson and I'm the uh, Executive Officer and Regional Manager at Dairy Taz. And Dairy Taz is the Regional Development Program of Dairy Australia uh, for the state of Tasmania. Fantastic. Well, look, now, as you know, we've just released our latest Situation Outlook report. That's our May report. Uh, it's our mid-year one and it's one of our biggest ones for the year. Um, and as per usual, there's obviously a lot a lot going on. Um, part of this report, we actually discuss uh, what some of the key findings are from the uh, National Dairy Farmer Survey or the NDFS, um, which is showing that there's quite a bit of positivity out there um, at the moment and majority of farming businesses are expecting to be profitable this season. What do you think has been driving this sentiment on farm? Look, I think it, in reality, good milk prices really help uh, sentiment. Um, and I think we've also seen across the country um, some really challenging weather um, conditions, climate weather conditions across the past few years. And so um, perhaps some of that easing is also going to help with farmer sentiment. Um, I mean, how can it not? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, climate's been a very big topic this season. Um, there's obviously been flooding across multiple regions, coupled with that very wet weather that we've seen. Um, rainfall's been in spades in several areas. Now, of course, there's a lot of talk around, you know, climate moving to an El Nino event. Um, what have those conditions been like on the ground in Tassie and in comparison to the mainland? Yeah, Liza, it's, I guess Tasmania has somewhat been sheltered from it, but only somewhat. So we certainly have sympathy for some of our northern neighbours, whether it's Northern Vic or New South Wales or, or, or Queensland and, and some of the flooding that they've dealt with. But but in Tassie last year, we uh, certainly felt in our, our largest steering region, Circular Head, the impacts of the weather patterns um, and uh, having had a really dry season. And then this year is a little bit stronger, but but our, our Meander Valley, our central north region, was impacted by the October 22 floods and so that, that sort of slowed us down a little bit uh, during peak production times. But um, we're now seeing a really nice autumn. There's some um, pretty good pasture growth on the ground at the moment, so we're hoping that we'll have a pretty good tail into our season here. Um, 
Yeah, fantastic. I mean, the inputs landscape is a little bit different in Tassie as well, isn't it? I mean, farmers in your state are often, you know, paying more for more costs for things like feed. Um, from your perspective, have there been any real standout pressure points on the input side this season? I think there's been a number of challenges. We've seen for the past couple of years that input costs have been quite high and it's good to see some easing um, for things like fertiliser at the moment and, you know, things like urea coming off as much as what it has is certainly a relief for farmers. But from a Tasmanian perspective, being an island state, we are reliant. We, we don't produce everything that we need here on farm. So if we're talking grain inputs, then we're reliant on what happens on mainland Australia. So those floods or the droughts and things actually um, have flow-on impacts to Tasmania. And, and being an island state, we're also reliant on being able to get um, things across Bass Strait. And so uh, whether it's freight equalisation scheme or, or other, th other things, then that, they certainly impact on what input costs are for Tasmanian dairy farmers. I mean, for farmers nationally, you know, input costs have been uh, quite a large, a large concern, which is quite understandable. Um, and those higher costs have actually been weighing, weighing on milk production as well, amongst several other, you know, short to medium term constraints, you know, such as that wet weather and flooding, um, you know, which have been key, key drivers in the declines that we've seen in a lot of, a lot of other states. But Tassie, in fact, uh, is the only Australian state that is you know, recording uh, seasonal growth, so year-to-date growth. Um, what would you attribute this to for your region? I certainly think it's it, it, a lot of it just comes down to what the, the season looks like. We've got pretty good grass growth at the moment. Um, the the first real frost that we had was only a week ago, you know, so we've had some pretty good growth um, and and a little bit of recovery from, from last year. So our record milk production of 961 million litres was in 2021. And so Tasmania had been on a... Uh, a moderate but but continual growth pattern until then, and then and we had a pretty tough season. So we now we now just um, recovering from that. So we're perhaps not exactly where we want to be, but we are in a in a positive space, and and that's pleasing to see. And, you know, as part of this Situation Outlook report, um, we've discussed what our forecast is for milk production for the upcoming season. Um, a lot of those medium-term constraints like farm exits, um, those high input costs and labour challenges as well, um, they do still weigh on total production. So we're we're predicting that we might see some stability in the new season, um, but there is some, you know, some room for modest growth there as well. How have some of those medium-term constraints, um, you know, impacted production within Tassie um, and how do you also see them sort of developing or changing and, and I guess you know Tassie's milk production going forward what do you see that looking like? Yeah, so I think some of those constraints, like let's talk labour, it's topical all across the country, no matter what industry we're in. And and for for Tassie dairy farms being, you know, a, a regional industry and a regional state, um, you know, there's certainly been those impacts felt. And I think, you know, something like three quarters of our farmers have have found it hard to find staff and and more to, you know, more have been looking for whether it's casual, part-time or full-time people. And um, and that's quite challenging. And, you know, we're, we're waiting to see what that looks like as the world opens back up continually you know the recovery is probably not what we probably would have expected to bounce back quite so quickly so I think there is certainly um some some challenges like that that around that and we've seen Tasmanian dairy farmers respond to that in varying ways so um we have quite large herd numbers in our state and so we've seen them perhaps come back a little bit or farmers have considered what their milking patterns are um you know we have we have 
farmers doing 10 and 7s or, or, or things like that that um, are becoming more commonplace here and part of that is due to that labour shortage or it's a lifestyle choice. You know, we're seeing farmers certainly consider about how they want to farm and, and what that looks like for them and, and quite rightly so. You know, it's a farming business but it, it also impacts their lifestyle. So I think there's certainly some of those decisions that, that farmers are making at this time. Now, overall, we we do have a tighter milk pool, um, and this season we've seen that you know historically high farm gate milk prices have been offered to farmers. Um, now, at the time of recording this chat with you, Laura, I think there's been one early announcement um, for opening or minimum opening milk prices, um, yep. which is indicating that you know that competition for milk is still there. That competition amongst the processors is still quite strong, um, but at the same time global uh you know dairy export commodity prices have been falling with that quiet that quiet global demand um and also with increased products coming out of other key exporting regions now tassie exports a significant amount of dairy product um what what is the impact for your region it's an interesting one eliza because tasmania has has traditionally always been an export um, producing industry. Um, we and a lot of our farmers follow what the export markets are doing, and, and they'll certainly be questioning their processes around what milk price versus their export market looks like. But uh, Tasmanian dairy farmers are paid on the southern milk price, so um, they're they're quite used to watching what that looks like. And um, and and I guess there is demand for milk here. There is some competition, and so that that places farmer in a, farmers in a good position. They're also really mindful though that, that that can tip the other way and so it's keeping that balance I think and, and farmers having options but making sure that we are having the capacity to produce those products that are, there is demand for around the world. Alrighty and then lastly something I guess a bit more broader than what we've been discussing what do you reckon in your opinion and your expertise and your time within the dairy industry what do you reckon the key challenges key opportunities are um, not just for for Tassie but maybe the industry as a whole it's a bit of a, a bit of an open slab of question. Look I think the the dairy industry is, is a wonderful industry and I think it's an industry that has opportunities in, in all sorts of ways whether you know you want to be on farm or not and and I think there is a real opportunity for people to, to progress career-wise through this. There's a real opportunity for people to, you know, to really build equity and, and position themselves really well. And, and we probably don't celebrate that as much as what we should. And and um, I'd like to see us do that more. I think challenges-wise, I mean, we've we've had a series of of weather events that are happening. We have to be realistic in around what that looks like for us going forward and we have to respond to that. And we have to be an industry that continues to evolve. And I think that's been one of the strengths of Tasmanian dairy farmers is that they, they're always looking forward and they're looking at what's coming next and how we're going to manage it better. And, and I think that's the strength of our industry and it's something we should both celebrate and certainly continue to make sure we do. Yeah, absolutely. Well, look, thank you so much for joining me today, Laura, um, and for providing some of that on-the-ground colour, particularly around what's going on in Tassie at the moment. Um, for those listening, you can find our Situation Outlook report uh, on the DA website. So go on, find it, have a read, and thanks for listening. Thanks very much. If you would like to read the full May 2023 Situation and Outlook report, you can find it at www.dairyaustralia.com.au forward slash S-A-N-D-O. We have also placed the link in the episode notes. We hope you have enjoyed this Dairy Pod podcast and if you have any questions or ideas for future episodes, you can get in touch by emailing dairypod at dairyaustralia.com.au. 
Thank you for listening and bye for now.